if I'm not loving that, that's an indicator that I don't deserve to be around her. Right. Because like at the end of the day, that's not it's just not fair. You know, I'm just going to be a crab in the bucket. So and vice versa, you know, if I'm leaning into who I am and that's not being loved on, then that person doesn't deserve to be around me. And I think that that's the struggle that we all go through. If you really take a step back and look at who are your favorite people, it's always the ones who show themselves so fully and authentically. They're not hiding. They're not putting on a show. They're just them and we love them for it. Most of us are looking for hope, answers to the madness, certainty that we'll be okay, and someone safe to help guide us through the most challenging parts of our lives. In a world that's changing and evolving every single day where chaos, uncertainty, and cycles we never chose wreak havoc on our lives, it's easy to feel lost, hopeless, and scared of what the future will hold. Evolve Ventures is here to provide that hope, direction, and data-driven strategies to growth-minded human beings just like you every Monday and Thursdays where each new episode is filled with vulnerable stories, interesting lessons, and simple tools you can use that will help you evolve into the person you were always meant to be. My name is Emilia. And I'm Bianca. And as the co-founders of Evolve Ventures, we are so grateful to be a part of your evolution. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. It's Bianca. And it's Emilia. Welcome to another episode of Evolve Ventures, where we're helping growth-minded humans evolve by breaking one limiting belief at a time. We hope you enjoyed the last episode, number 274, What Causes Our Emotions and How Do We Change Them? For today, 275, Motivation Monday, How to Stop Apologizing for Who You Are. There's just way too many of us who are trying to change ourselves and are trying to be someone different because we believe that we're not going to be loved for who we are, that we're too weird or we're too quirky or we're too tall or too short or too whatever, like insert your label here, but we're too much in some regard or we're not enough. And others will bargain our entire life away. <laughs> we'll try to change everything about ourselves We'll try to morph ourselves into what everybody else wants us to be because we don't believe that we're enough as we are. We think that we have to apologize for who we are in some way and be different. What we're going to be talking about today is how do you own who the hell you are? How do you own your weird and acknowledge that you as you are, are enough and are worthy of being loved and are worthy of belonging, regardless of what anyone else says or regardless of that negative inner critic Mm -hmm. that you have. And to get us started, I will give a perfect example. (laughs) I was telling Amelia about this before we dove in. I have been so self-conscious about my laugh for my entire life. Me and my cousins, we all had this running joke that all of the like men in my family, when they got together and they started laughing, it sounded like a serial killer convention because their laughs were the most (laughs) like maniacal, loud, abrasive, like it was terrifying hearing them laugh, all of them. 
And they all had weird different ones. And us being kids, we were jerks and we would make fun of them. <laughs> so we would like try to see who could imitate the laugh the best. <laughs> and it was just so funny. Again, we were kids. We were jerks. But then growing up, you know, started fitting into that category. My laugh is very loud. It's a little obnoxious. It's very like, it's like a cackle. Like my sister once said that it sounds like a Windex spray bottle. Other people have sounds like different things, whatever. So I've always been extremely insecure about it. And I've tried hiding it or not laughing or trying to change my laugh a little bit because I felt really insecure about it. And there were a lot of people who said like, you need to tone it down. Like you're too much. Your laugh is too much. And I just felt so insecure about it. And I talked to Amelia about it and like other friends of mine for a long time. I was like, I feel so insecure about this. Like, I don't want to laugh. And it took maybe until last year for me to just own it. Uh Like, okay, this is my laugh. It is what it is. It's obnoxious. I'm going to cackle. You're going to hear it all the way down the hall. And that's me. And if you don't like it, tough. That's a big jump. And I understand that. And I'm not trying to make this sound easier than it is. But we all have something. We all have that one thing about us that it's like, I don't want people seeing this or I don't want people knowing this or you know, I'm really embarrassed about this and I want to hide it. And, you know, we're, we're really here to preach, like, own your weird because you will be loved for it by the right people. For sure. One of my favorite joys in the world is seeing Bianca smile, like a genuine smile with teeth and hearing Bianca laugh because <laughs> when she and I first met and if you've been a longtime listener, longtime lover, then we have definitely talked about this before and you're no foe to this conversation. But when Bianca and I first met, she like would not smile because it was a very like her conditioning was to do soft smiles, which didn't show any teeth. And there's a whole story underneath that that I won't get into. But that and then also the laugh, it's been really cool to see your progression be. And it's just like I like in a hug and just squeeze you because it's like you're leaning into your weird and you're owning your weird. And walking the talk. And I just appreciate that so much because that's really what paves the way for other people. Oftentimes we get so concerned about what other people think and we get just like everything else, those thought patterns conditioned by who we look up to, who we're influenced by. And that modeling is doing something for someone around the world. And that just like, it means so much to see that. And when we were talking, just when you were sharing about your laugh, I literally just had my mom pop in in my head as like the, and it's funny because you said tough, so I'll, I'll bring this full circle. But my mom growing up, she was like one of those moms where wasn't she wasn't trying to be friends with like all the high schoolers or all my friends. Like she was like cool being the mom. And like that was her thing. And she was, we grew up on a farm. So like she was okay being in farm boots. Like again, we grew up in Western Mass. So like she being a horse lady, she kind of always was a little bit cut different, right? So like she grew up before she bought herself a car, she bought herself a horse. You know, like she was already in her own groove and not really caring about what other people think. Or at least that's what I understand. 
And as I saw that modeled over time, like she would literally go into, you know, a grocery store with like her muck boots on with her like having hay on her shoulder and like not giving a flying F about what other people thought. And having that modeled for me, you know, I didn't have the appreciation level that I do now because at the end of the day, it's like tough. If you don't like it, tough. And that's what her too. So it's just cool to see the generational like being more concerned about feeling good in your own skin than you are concerned about what other people think about your weird. That is so important. And I want to celebrate her from the rooftops. I remember there there was this one time like in close, I'll give an expression of clothes or a quick topic about clothes. She would always get jackets that were like absolutely weird. Like they were like patchwork and just like weird. And if you know Western Massachusetts, pretty much the dress code is what? Black, gray, dark blue. Like that's pretty much what the dress code is in Massachusetts because like that's pretty much what people wear. And she's out here with all these colors and like different patterns and like quilted coats. And I just remember kind of at one point being a little embarrassed. I'm like, mom, you're wearing like a clown coat. It looks a little weird. Like, and here's the thing. We all can be someone's crab in the bucket or we can be someone's cheerleader. Have you ever found yourself wishing that you could find other growth minded people feeling stuck and alone because the people around you aren't on the same path as you? Trust me, we have been there before, and that is why we created this free live virtual event called Out of the Mud, hosted on the last Wednesday of every single month. We do not miss. This event we designed is created to be that safe space so that you can hear new ideas, take away simple, tangible tools, and connect with those other people that are just like you you've been looking and searching for your entire life, maybe, without, though, the pressure of needing to engage, turning on your camera, or worrying about the judgment. We hope we see you there. And what's really cool, too, is that every single month is different. So don't miss out on the next topic that we'll be talking about this month. No two are the same. We'll see you there. And inside I had those thoughts, but there's another part of me that recognized how much courage that actually takes to not give a F about what other people think about what makes you weird. Because what makes you weird is what makes you great. And I think so many people need to really hear that because we don't get told that enough. We get told other people's opinions about how we operate, how we express ourselves through clothing, through how we spend our time, through X, Y, and Z. We don't have as many people lined up to tell you how amazing your weird is. So we're here on this Monday to tell each and every single one of you how weird you are and how awesome that is and let those quirks lead you to the right people. Because Bianca, I I can echo a thousand percent what you said, which was like, there will be people that will love you for your weird and they will love you for your quirks. And anyone who doesn't, that just ain't your people because they don't know how to appreciate you. And I can say that hands down, given my life experience too. You know, like Bianca and I were talking about one experience that she and I had that it's just like she leaned into it because I just was full-blown weirdo. And I've had plenty of those over the time of my life. And as a matter of fact, I was telling Bianca earlier before this episode, there was someone that reached out to me, shout out to you, if you're listening from high school, that randomly reached out and was talking about how I was one of the most beautiful humans that she met in high school. And she's reflecting 10 years after and having a conversation about this with one of her friends. And while I appreciate that, I look back and I say, wow, the journey since high school, what made me super weird and what made me, in this woman's words, 
beautiful inside and out was me just being weird. Because I remember she and I's friendship. I was just the weirdo that I am. Like I was the fun, playful, full version of me. And that was before I started to listen to all of the the haters, the naysayers of like, you're too much. You're too bright for this room. Like you do like you don't belong here. You know, all of those critical words and judgments of others. And it was really interesting because I in receiving that message, I had kind of gone back and said, like, when did I start to tone down my weird? And it always came around keeping people around me that didn't celebrate my weird, that didn't celebrate my quirks. And I always became a lesser version of myself. And so for all of our listeners, stop apologizing for who you are. And if you have people around you that aren't literally loving your progress as you lean into your weird, like I love Bianca seeing her teeth and smile and naturally a photo. And that's her reaction or hearing her cackle. If I'm not loving that, that's an indicator that I don't deserve to be around her. Right. Because like at the end of the day, that's not it's just not fair. You know, I, I'm just going to be a crab in the bucket. So and vice versa, you know, if I'm leaning into who I am and that's not being loved on, then that person doesn't deserve to be around me. And I think that that's the struggle that we all go through. Um, I said this to you before we started. A really great example of this is the singer and the artist Adele. Yeah. Adele is one of the quirkiest people you will ever meet. Like she has the voice of an angel. And I said this to you. Most people will never be able to reach the level of success that she did, but people relate to her because right. she's so quirky. She's just so herself. She's really funny. She has a cackle too, which I love. She has a magnificent talent and she's also a real human being who just lets it out there. And those are always our favorite people. If you really take a step back and look at who are your favorite people or who are the celebrities that you really look up to, it's always the ones who show themselves so fully and authentically. Yeah. They're not hiding. They're not putting on a show. They're just them and we love them for it. Yeah. It's because they have the courage and the vulnerability to be themselves and we admire that because we feel like we can't do it. You can get there too. If you're willing to have the courage and the vulnerability to acknowledge what are the negative thoughts and the limiting beliefs that are keeping me from really being who I am. And then number two, developing the same level of courage and vulnerability over time to own it, to own your weird, to be who you are, and to not change that for the opinion of other people. For someone who has a core belief that I've, I'm now swapping to an empowering belief in as you know, if you've done work around limiting beliefs, you know that it's an ever going journey. You're ever evolving. Right. But for someone who has had the deepest core wounds, core belief of unlovability. Right. That how that showed up for me and the, the times that I was referring to when I did tone down my light, when I did tune down who I was, when I wasn't really sitting in and living, breathing in my weird. It was always when that limiting belief that if I am my full self, my weirdo self, this version of Amelia, then I won't be loved. It was a very simple if-then statement. So for each one of our listeners, what is the if-then statement for you? What is the limiting belief that you have? Is it concerned about other people's judgment? Is it concerned that you won't get love? What are you concerning yourself with? And I would say that that is the first step in terms of this how process. How do, how do you stop apologizing for who you are? Like Bianca said, identify what that limiting belief is. What is that conscious thought 
or unconscious thought that's starting to become apparent as you explore this arena? And then what is a more empowering thought? For example, for me, it was, I know I'm going to be loved. And if they're not my people, if they don't know how to show me love in this weird, they're not my people. And so what could have been a rejection is now a redirection, right? And so what is that for you? B, final takeaway episode suggestions. Episode suggestion? I will go for two. Copycat. Voting <laughs> <laughs> our weird. I have one. I have one. 245, Motivation Monday. What are your love languages? And the reason why I would suggest this for our listeners is the fact that one of the conversations that I had with a recent client, she is like struggling to own her weird. And we did the love language assessment and she realized like, oh, my number one love language is acts of service. And it's like she wasn't able to really lean into what makes her weird or what makes her unique in her partnership because she didn't have that level of self-awareness yet. And so just that one tiny piece of self-awareness of what makes you weird, i.e. what makes you you. Weird is a good thing in this whole conversation. If you haven't picked up what we're putting down just yet, weird is a good thing. Weird is different. Different is good. We love different. We love you. We love the diversity that you have. And so does the world. But like I said to this client, your partner loves you for what makes you you. And the more that you know what that is and can lean into that by admitting what your love language is and sharing that with him what it is, the more he has access to show you how lovable and how loved you really are. So that's why I put that there. B, what is yours? 255, how to handle your inner critic. Your inner critic is keeping you from being who you are, my friends. So turn it down, the inner critic, so you can turn up who you are. All right, everybody, go crush your week. Have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, everyone. We know firsthand how important it is to have a safe space with people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that while you venture into new territories of your growth, you can get in a room with others who are too. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. What's great too is that you don't even need to have your camera or mic on. You can just listen in. Click the link in the show notes to register for the next topic to kickstart your growth. Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every Friday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a place where you can connect with us live and in a fun, lighthearted way. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses and These are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Names and identifiable personal details mentioned in respective podcast episodes and stories may have been changed to protect personal privacy and identity.